0: Welcome to Songs and Stories, a behind-the-scenes look at independent music, this time out featuring a visit with The Sweet Potatoes from Los Angeles, California. Here we go. Ready then hey there and welcome once again to songs and stories i'm michael gaither and this is songs and stories episode number 174 and as always the latest interview is one of my favorites on this show which i've been doing for about 10 years now so thank you for downloading streaming uh, however you got this to your ears thank you for listening and please do support these artists that i get to interview on this show I'm going to start in kind of a serious note, and then I'll kind of connect it with the interview and wrap it around and bring you back up. But I wanted to really quickly dedicate this show to the the late Wesley Robertson, who we lost really unexpectedly over the weekend. Wesley was literally the first person who ever played my music on the radio. I, I met him probably 2007 at the Strawberry Music Festival, I remember walking along with my friend Karen and I had my first CD with me in my hand and I just finished it and was trying to figure out (laughs) what the heck to do with these things and I was really tenuous about handing them out. And my friend Karen said, oh, look, there's Wesley from KVMR. And I said, who is Wesley? What's KVMR? And I handed him the CD and turns out he uh, really liked it, played a lot of it on the air, and we became instant friends. And that was Wesley. He was... Besides the fact that he played a lot of independent music on the air and was just a music cheerleader, he was so much more than that. He was the life of the party. I called him the ringleader. He was the, the the center of a camp at Strawberry at music festivals around Northern California. There was always Wesley broadcasting live and getting people together. And as soon as you met him, you knew you had like an instant good friend for life. And we, we lost him suddenly over the weekend. So, um you know, here's to Wesley. Raise up whatever you're drinking and let's salute just a great, great human being and remember that uh, <laughs> they are out there. Um, also, there's there's the connection now. Wesley always told me, you know, if we're all connected. We're all connected somehow. I remember I was playing at the American River Music Festival one um, one fall and a woman named Bryn Albanese was backing me up on a violin on a song I have called Roselle, which is about a guide dog and it turns out that Friends, aunt and uncle raved Roselle, the guide dog, and that's when Wesley said, see, we're all connected. So at the American River Music Festival, I got to host the showcase, which ran the last eight years of the festival. The festival ended in 2016. Wesley was usually one of the judges. And the last year of the festival, the way it worked is there were nine acts that played a couple of songs apiece, and there were two quote-unquote winners that would receive a tweener on the main stage. A lot of exposure, really fun weekend. The final year of the festival, the Sweet Potatoes were one of the acts that played, and they were just phenomenal. They were wonderful. Three-part harmony, great songs, just a wonderful, wonderful band. At the end of the night, there were two, again, quote-unquote, winners. There was a tie for one of the slots, and the Sweet Potatoes were tied with another group. And I was the host of the evening. I couldn't vote. I couldn't even cast the tiebreaker, especially since I knew the other act, who was the duo. And that one year, Wesley Robertson didn't judge, so I pulled Wesley in. He'd seen the whole show, and I said, Wesley, break the tiebreaker, break the tie. And Wesley said, well, the Sweet Potatoes, of course. So Wesley Robertson is the reason that the Sweet Potatoes won the showcase, got the tweener, and it's a little bit of American River history and kind of ties everybody together. So speaking of the sweet potatoes, they're from Los Angeles, California, North Hollywood, I believe. And they're, cons- they consist of Rick and Laura Hall, Kelly McLeod, and their occasional frequent, sometimes harmonica, banjo dobro player, Steve Borgard. And when they were playing, I, r- it was funny because Laura looked really familiar. And then I realized, uh, you know, after they won and after we talked that she's actually the Laura Hall that you might have seen on TVs, whose line is it anyway, playing keyboard in the background. And that connection there actually is how her and her husband Rick met. They were both at Second City in Chicago and they all actually have industry connections. I'll let them tell the story during the interview, but they're just wonderful, incredibly nice people. And we got to hang out with them that weekend. We camped, we played a little bit. Laura ended up playing a beautiful accordion track on my song, Somewhere I Went Right, on my new record, Hey Karma. We kept in touch and I said, when you guys travel, we would love to host you for a house concert. So two weeks ago, two weeks ago, Laura and Rick did a, uh, a couple of improv workshops here in the Bay Area. They flew up Kelly for a show. They ended up here in Watsonville, California on a Sunday afternoon after doing K Pick radio that morning, ended up at our house and entertained about, I think we, we crammed about 30 people in our living room. Just had a great time. Wonderful show. Great harmonies, wonderful songs. Kelly and, and Laura do most of the writing and kind of trade off with lead vocals. And the band consists of mainly accordion, bass, acoustic guitar, and then occasionally Steve doing harmonica, dobro, and banjo, with Rick also doing harmonica sometimes. And it's just a nice mix of great, great songs with kind of two females kind of leading the vocals, but three-part harmony. Just a good time to be had by all. Their latest record is called "Heading Home. It's their third. and Let's hear a couple of things off of that, and then we'll sit around and talk with Rick and Laura and Kelly, and we'll hear something live, too. And if you're new to Songs and Stories, or if you've been here before listening to this, as always, you can find out more about this on my website at michaelgather.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. Look for Songs of Stories 174. You can also go to thesweetpotatoes.com. And order their records and find out more about them Don't type the sweet because that comes up with a hair band from the 70s Which is not what we're really talking about in this interview The sweet potatoes So let's hear a song called Without You And then a really nice Fleetwood Mac cover And then we'll talk with Rick, Laura, and Kelly
1: I don't want to grow old without I don't know how I could be whole without This sp-
0: Okay, we're recording. We have level. I guess so I guess the first question is, did you have enough to eat? <laughs>
2: oh, gosh.
3: I'm going to be in a food coma just driving back to LA and I'm a, I'm the driver, so. No, it was great. We we have uh, been treated nicely here and we appreciate it. It was great.
0: Well, it was nice. Finally, having you up here. Yeah, I know.
3: Yeah. Well, we met you at the River Festival, and we sat and talked some, but we didn't. I mean, there were a lot of people around and a lot of people playing music, but I didn't really get to know you. And that, thank goodness we kept in touch. Yeah. With you, with the girls, and you, and, and Laura
0: played on my record. That was yeah. great. That yeah, was that wonderful. A beautiful accordion track.
3: Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So Rick Hall, Laura Hall, Kelly McLeod, thank you. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. We well, are happy to be you. the
3: sweet potatoes. Although I think the girls are the sweet potatoes. And I'm that uh, crusty marshmallow topping.
1: <laughs> I know that's supposed to
4: sound appealing, but really? when you said it yesterday, I was like, "Ooh, crusty sounds a little Maybe just yeah. say, I'm, "I'm the brown sugar on top." There you go. There, there you go. go. Crusty.
0: Crusty okay. so, has all kinds of. Connotations. Yeah. I think of a scab. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
3: Okay. Then I'm going to re-say it, and I'm sure you won't. And the it scab on top
0: one. of the potatoes, right? Yeah. That's great.
3: <laughs> No, what was it uh Joan uh, Huntington used to say? Uh, they're they're, the, they're sweet the sweet potatoes. They're the sweet potatoes.
1: You're the yam.
3: You're the yam. <laughs> <laughs> She's from New York.
0: Oh, and I was going to say, um, Kathleen Coleman from KC Cafe Radio said to say hi. Yeah. Oh,
2: yes. We met her at uh, Far West. I yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. We, I, I, I talked to her a couple of weeks. They've been playing my music, and they play this podcast on the weekend. So oh, great! Excellent. You'll be really on KC cool. Cafe Radio at some point, too. Woo. Excellent. Yeah. So, yeah, so we've. I, I'm trying to think about... Figure
3: out what we haven't talked about already.
0: I (laughs) know, like (laughs) chatterboxes, spoil all the good
3: stuff. Well, we've talked uh, just because we've talked about it doesn't mean you've recorded it and put it on a podcast. No, uh, you
0: all at home haven't heard this yet, so we'll just repeat what we've been talking about the last twelve hours. So (laughs) Laura, you're originally from Chicago, yeah, and you met Rick at Second City in Chicago.
2: Yes, so we were in a touring company together. I was Mm -hmm. the musician, and he was an actor. And, uh, we for left. those of
3: you who don't know, Second City is a comedy club, Improv based. Improv based comedy, and we it were, goes back decades, right? right. Actually, yeah. uh, 1959, wow. when they were officially uh, founded. And uh, and I walked backstage that first night, and I met the cast, and uh, saw this piano player, and I'm like, oh man, I like her. <laughs> and uh, we uh, we went on the road together, and fell in love, and we've been married for many, many years now, since '91. So, that's, I'm not going to do the math.
4: <laughs> For those of you who can't see because this is not visual, their hearts are popping up in the of
3: their heads right yeah, now. Yeah, it's animated actually in the
0: podcast if exactly. you're listening really closely. <laughs> and then, Kelly, you're from Louisiana. Originally.
4: I'm from Louisiana, not <laughs> Louisiana. I said Louisiana. You did yeah, say Louisiana. I did. Good I did. boy. <laughs> I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana, yeah. And we're
3: Louisiana. finally going to go on a tour to Louisiana in uh, March. In March, yes. Oh, yes. Which
4: is really only two weeks away, you guys. When you know. think about it, because. What are we Short sitting mark. here for? Let's go! We better get going.
3: <laughs> this mags. band
4: has not been to my hometown yet. We haven't been to well, the South yet, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. yeah.
3: But you know what? It's going to be interesting because when she left Louisiana, she went with Van Halen, and he produced two rock albums for her band, uh, Private Life. Mm-hmm. So I hope they get it that we're not a rock band. No, they
4: there do. are some confused people. Because it's it, this is true because it's <laughs>
3: folk music, but she played with Van Halen. Right, right.
4: I don't right. get it. I mean, we played an arena last time. You, right, I was there. Right. So, but uh,
3: have you played I, Madison Square Garden?
4: Yes. And then, and, they really, I, and then I say, I answer yes, and I feel like I'm lying. But no, yes, but it's true. And we, then we open the OU812 tour.
3: Right. And now Michael Gaither's House Concert. Wow. wow, From, a, from Madison like, Square Garden to 27 of my closest friends. But
4: listen, exactly. y'all, listen. Last night playing here was the moments we had being able to see everybody's faces
5: mm-hmm.
4: and hug people, like a, some of the stories people told me. I swear. Was way better than Madison Mm. Square. You can't see anyone in Madison Square Garden. It's just like blur, and you're nervous, and you know.
0: Well, I mean, it's great. And plus, we did have the pyrotechnics last night in the living room. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. Right. Really and
3: wow, when, we got, when we got the curtains and the dog on fire, it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the neighbors are
0: pissed. They're right. never going to forgive me. Yeah, that's right.
3: <laughs> and the yeah.
4: craft food service was nothing like all of us
3: But I have to tell you, last night when you were singing the song uh, about growing old with your... With without, your you. without you. Yeah. I Wouldn't Want to Grow Old Without You... I saw couples gravitate gravitate towards each other,
5: and mm-hmm. I found
3: it really moving. And I, it's the most connected I've ever been to that song.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, was
3: when was doing it last night. Yeah, it was really sweet. I actually yeah, had to worked. stop looking at people and focus on. <laughs> yeah,
4: it was and, sweet. It was a very sweet moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, And we're blessed with a whole
0: bunch of good friends, and that was that was mm-hmm. that you wasn't are. all of them, but yeah, it was a good music crowd, a of crowd, and
2: yeah. yeah, and then fantastic food. It's like a feast where a band happens. What did you
0: What did you say last night's show was?
3: Oh yeah, it was like
2: a great feast where there happened to be a band playing. You know, (laughs) because it was like the food was so good. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and I know what it's like to go to a new town and play. If you can get a venue gig and you maybe get ten francs, but to come to a out of town for a good, I've done that too, and then when you get a good crowd of new people, it's it's just incredibly satisfying it and, is. and mm-hmm. all
2: that stuff it yeah. is and, and people who hadn't heard of us but they came because of you because they trust your you know right. they, they they know you and trust your series and, and Cindy stuff. she
0: knows if we're going to like do this it's going to be somebody mm-hmm. we're saying right. yeah right. so
2: that's really nice to have people say we had no idea what to expect and then there you are isn't were, that cool right? you know, does I that ever
3: make that? you nervous that you've invited all these people and what if the band has a bad night because you could have a bad night mm-hmm. you know even mm-hmm. if you know good players you trust uh, Who's I'm gonna,
4: interviewing who here? No, I like, I like when it goes
3: back and forth.
0: I, I'm going to say no because even if somebody has an off night, the crowd knows that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think it all that we, we did a series locally for six years, and I think there was only a couple of shows that didn't go that well. But for the most part, no, I just I I, I trusted you guys. I knew the crowd would love you, and it would go well. And right. Luckily, it did. You know, luckily, <laughs> luckily, you remember when you had to... like. There was times where you just started listening to the band and
3: stopped playing, and then you realized, oh, hey, I'm the bass player. Exactly, yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, he does that every show.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I do. I have, a bit. <laughs> no, I have had moments where I'm supposed to be singing, and I am enjoying the girls so much that all of a sudden I'm like, oh, crap, I was supposed to be singing harmony on that. But you know what? It's, uh, if it was that good, then the the audience had to enjoy it, too, I think. Yeah.
0: I, I've been flipping it bat. There's times where I've been playing with a... Guitar player or a mandolin player, and I'll get carried away with the the solo. And I'm like, oh wait, it's my turn again. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, right. So like that
2: was so great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right.
0: <laughs> but it, but the, but it works in this. I mean, you can do that and get away with it because it's natural and it's fun. Mm-hmm. And,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's genuine. Yeah. So, be, so I wanted to talk about um the new record, but talk about you have interesting day jobs or besides yeah. just being in the Sweet Potatoes entity. You're busy as a full-time actor.
3: Right, right. I just finished uh, a series called Casey Undercover on Disney. And uh, it was just a recurring part, but I ended up doing 28 episodes. And uh, I was uh, it was really great. And now I'm back to auditioning again to find new jobs. But mm-hmm. that's what you do most of the time. And I'm lucky that for three years I had on and off work yeah. with more on than off. Um And then Laura does whose line is it anyway? If you Mm -hmm. want to tell them,
2: and that's been my my gig for well on and off for for almost twenty years. Wow, which is crazy, yeah. So um, and and once again, I don't know if it's gonna be if we're gonna be continuing Mm -hmm. or not. You never know. Every every year, it's a We'll wait and see. Yeah. You know.
3: You know. It's funny, Lori, Last night, she was talking about that, and and she said, "But you know how TV is." And then everybody in the room is like, "No, we don't live in LA. Yeah. We don't know." How <laughs> I, I really don't. I assume, but yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and then it, and then of course Kelly shifting gears from being a rocker and then a mom and then back to musician where she played. I think this is more your heart and soul kind of music. It is.
4: It is. It, it's where it's probably
3: your roots. I would think too. it is my
4: roots. It's you know the the young part of me wanted to rock and the first concert I ever saw was Pat Benatar and I pointed at her and that little black leotard up there sassing out what you gonna do to my heart and I went I want to do that. So but. You know, I listened to all the, you know, Lou. I, I loved her still. Sure, So, yeah. and as a writer, it's a whole new thing for me. First of all, I learned to play guitar, basically. You know, I, t- I taught myself, mm-hmm. and I started writing on guitar. And Laura and I have talked about this. It's so different to write. I wrote everything in the rock days on piano, and it, it was just different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really brings out the the folky part of me, playing on guitar
2: sure and writing. Sure yeah. You know? Mm-hmm.
4: And plus we're older now and you write about different stuff.
0: Yeah, more to write about. Or more to we don't party
4: at. all night, which is one of the names of one of my songs.
3: Yeah. <laughs> really? We, okay. we
4: party like crazy till about 9.30. Yeah. We out. Right,
3: right. <laughs> and, and by party, you mean you sit around and eat chicken salad and sip wine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's all relative,
3: right? That's right. And yeah. right. hope
4: that our back doesn't hurt when we get up.
3: Right. We write about what we know, like I'm going to write a song about my prostate. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the three-part harmony. You know, <laughs> yeah. moment, so.
1: His right. prostate. Yeah. I'm
0: up all night to pee. <laughs> <laughs> well, you find your demographic and you, you write to it. That's, that's right. It. That's that's right. right. If they're going to buy a record, we'll write what they need.
3: I don't think we're really going to do that song. <laughs> no. um, one of my... Favorite people I've met so far is your mother in law Julie. Mm. She was she was so great. We got here in the middle of the afternoon and she was making sandwiches and had been here the night before. She was before. busy. Yeah. she's yeah. busy. She was and a big hoe. And then she's like, "Sorry, I can't stay and listen to your music. I have another party to go to." Yeah, and I'm like, "Wow, this is a happening grandma here." But uh, she ended up staying, and then was so sweet. Like we're in the middle of the song, she says, "Bye." Yeah. Well, she had to leave, and Cindy came. My wife Cindy came out of out of
0: the back room. Probably some more food. Uh-huh. You no, know, no, Cindy. And I, remember, I'm like, I have to go, but there's still. I wanted to say goodbye with Cindy. goes, That's okay. And she, bye. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: it was <laughs> very cute. <laughs> it was cute. And you're like, I'm uh, yeah. working at. Okay, you can't really do. Yeah. <laughs>
5: right,
0: right. uh, I'll give you a here. hug,
3: but I'm actually holding the guitar and playing music right now. Yeah, and, right and now. singing
0: harmony and again, remembering when it's my part, my turn. Right, Right. 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 So you actually introduced Kelly to Laura, right? Well, we knew each other from church. Okay. We but... all
2: sang in choir together. Okay. But yeah. barely, right?
3: I mean, yeah. yeah. It was peripheral. Yeah. But as far as this project, it kind of... Yes. Yeah. Well, I... It was a big word, I know oh, peripheral, wow. and that means on the edge. <laughs> okay, all okay. right. I thought I'd explain that to the Pat Benatar bodysuit woman. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. that's my problem. Close caption for the mm-hmm. entire mm-hmm. audience. Okay, back to my very interesting story. Please. Um, so I write stories, and, and had a one-man show called Pig Boy, and one of the stories from Pig Boy, which was about growing up on a pig farm in Illinois, um the uh, one, the story that um we ended up making into a movie was uh called slice of pie about a middle-aged guy in a small town who asks uh, the waitress out for a date finally and uh, i couldn't cast it couldn't find anybody and suddenly at church one day uh, i turned to laura and I go oh my gosh kelly is juanita this character and so long story short we ended up casting her and we went and shot the movie in, on my farm in the midwest in Illinois, and then uh, when we got back, I said, Laura, you and Kelly need to write songs together. I think your sensibilities are the same, are so similar. And Laura goes, Rick, you can't just put two people together and say write music. It's like saying, oh, you're handsome and you're pretty. You guys should make babies. But they got together and immediately started writing songs. Yeah. Laura had a song sitting on her piano that she hadn't finished for years. She couldn't. Yeah. Pure and white, yeah. Pure white. And these two got together and started writing. And um, have to admit that actually, maybe your husband was right. Yes, you were right. Thank you, honey. I mean, you were. right. I know yeah. how that works. I get one of those about
0: every nine months. Yeah. Really? Wow. If so, yeah. That's pretty good. And usually, I usually waste it on something
3: insignificant. Right, right. This right, is right. big. Oh, that light bulb did need change. Yeah, you this were right, there, was I big. wasted it. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, and since then, they've been writing a lot of songs. Actually, the first album, they wrote all these songs and weren't quite sure how to be a band yet and we were talking about last night this first album yeah yeah Yeah, the
4: material came first which is i still look back at that and go what yeah how did that happen but it it
2: just rolled out nicely you know we we became a band and yeah yeah. but we didn't you know how like a lot of bands start like oh we jammed together for a while uh or we you know we jammed at a party and we you know and then it kind of grew into us writing together we started with the writing yeah right
0: and then, so you had material going in now what do we do
2: right now what do we do with it and and like i for one had to become a better guitar player <laughs> and i had to become
4: a guitar player <laughs> you know i always just sang yeah and yeah. um so that's a whole other process that you have to you know put together yeah. and maintain you know what you've known the whole time so yeah. But we learn had... together, you know, and yeah. we're such a team.
0: Yeah, and I think and... going going back to the writing, I, I like the fact that, you know, finding a co-writer isn't always easy. You bring mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. different things to the table, and yeah, yeah, know, and, and,
2: and and different approaches even. Yeah, you and know. you'll
0: and you'll often have. I've done this a lot too. There's a couple of guys that I write with, and. 'll I'll start something and it sits there, and I'm like, oh, I gotta call John, I'll call Steve, and then we'll get together on it. So you had things that were not finished, that just you couldn't get past a certain point, yeah, and, right. and you work right. on it together.
4: And yeah. she, Laura, in the very beginning, it's on our first CD, this song called Red Dirt Road.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, Laura wrote it, and she brought in. she said, i I want you to sing it. And for me, it it was written so Kelly McLeod. I mean, it just <laughs> yeah. screamed Kelly. I'm like, that was a moment for me where I went, this could be a really good thing. This is a real collaboration. She, she wrote that. I mean, I don't know if you had me in mind, but. Um, I did. I totally did. I, that's what I thought. Yeah. And it just, that was a moment for me where I went, boy, this this is going to be good. Because mm-hmm. we get each other's style. Yeah. And uh, we like each other's style. Right. And so. Ready yeah, to it's the
0: respect. It it's kind of being fans of each other. And it's bringing yeah. something different. You yeah. Can kind of like. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. the
4: opposite of all the old rock bands, you know, who had the tightest, well, we won't go into <laughs> it, but yeah, that was who the held their guitar the <laughs> lowest or, right. Yeah. yeah. Which was yeah. all fun, but this is a different, this is this is more yeah. intimate.
3: And there was Rick going, "I want to play." Well, yeah. that's the thing. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I, I sang harmonies and, and played a little harmonica with them. And Laura's like, "Why don't you learn to play bass?" And so I didn't. I never picked up a bass.
2: Make yourself useful. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: get us some coffee and go play bass.
3: Make some, make some sandwiches. Right. That's right. That's right. So um, I learned to play bass, and uh, like I, I've said before, the first gig we played, I only knew the seven songs we were playing. If they just said, play one more, I'd have gone, uh, unless we're going to repeat one of the ones that I don't, I really didn't know how to and play. And which 71 want to again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And the rest is, well, three CDs in. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 Well, they did, at one point... A vote i had a, a little meeting to vote whether i was going to be part of the band or just a side man and they voted to let me in the band not just cuz you're married to me i, I hope <laughs> but else well, you you're,
2: you're a good driver
3: i was going to say <laughs> you're a <the> driver <laughs> yeah.
0: wow
4: seriously though what changed yeah. for us when when rick entered the picture um I know I'm not going to go there. I was going to say something, smarty pants, and oh, I'm yeah. not going to do it. Thank you. Seriously, hit the the vocal thing because Laura and I. I are was going to say a, a bit part Fanatics. of your sound is that three part. Yeah, yeah. It's and, really that um, really. You know. Before it was more two part, which yeah. is cool, and but but to add Rick, his male, the male voice, and have the three part thing, yeah. kind of just really, I think we we came into our own completely to add that say. his voice. And I us. think just
0: as mm-hmm. looking at it, you know, watching you guys play. Because you're the, the male with the bass and you're doing the low harmony. I think it's just it's a it's a nice piece to add. Right. You know? mm-hmm. and yeah. Sometime, Visually and orally, yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. Kelly
3: will just say, oh, oh, do your do your bass part there, you know. Come on up to the house. <laughs> and yeah. And and we're like, Oh, that's it. But the other times I I'm up in my tenor register where we're all So we're going like close harmony. Yeah. Know? Yeah, And
4: we can flip to, like Laura and I have this thing where I've never been able to do with another singer. We flip. Right. Really? Mid-song?
2: Sometimes a little bit mid-song. Yeah, we will sometimes in the middle of a song. But even just like, you know, who's who's taking the top harmony and who's taking the lower and it changes from song to song, which Mm -hmm. changes the timbre of the whole thing, you know, and...
3: Um, well, our acapella and song I think it's and then interesting. halfway oh, yeah, through, that, I go from bass to tenor. Right, we all flip together, and and yeah, all acapella and and on the down. new record. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, That was a live recording at um, a little church in Tro- a pretty big church in Troy, Illinois, and we it's on the new CD, loved yeah. it so much. We put it as a bonus track on the new CD. That live performance, it was fun. Yeah, it's a nice song. Yeah,
0: and I think um, what's again from from the audience perspective. It's obvious you all like each other an incredible lot, and <laughs> there's no band leader. It's really a unit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And
0: you're relaxed, and I think it's a, it makes it, it makes for a just a relaxing, entertaining show too. Well, thank you. Yeah. thank
2: you. And we've all got like years of varying kinds of performance under our belt, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so it's like we all bring, I think a uh, yeah, a more relaxed thing than sometimes younger performers who are. Feeling more of a need of you know what about me you know yeah. and and can and it can get um, it can get hard to in that way but I think we're all like we've all performed a lot you've
0: done this we've
2: all done a lot of different things and then this is like our baby mm-hmm. this is yeah. you know this is you know I love doing the television show I love doing all sorts of different things but like this is it for this me. is your this real is personal the, project yeah right yeah
3: and, and I think and it is for all three of us and we're pretty much getting rich from it. <laughs> music.
2: Yeah.
0: Tens of dollars to
3: be
5: made
0: Over oh, yeah. exactly. a series of decades
2: My husband is
4: thrilled every time I say Honey we're going on another little tour right. and, and, and I'm bringing home
1: but me. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Remember, me we're gonna work, We're going to work hard and maybe break even.
1: Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Remember
3: that one tour we went on and you found a pair of cowboy boots you liked and you go, I cannot come home having lost money. <laughs> <laughs> that,
4: and, but that's the boots I had on last night here yeah. at the, the house yeah. concert. And I told the two women the story because they were admiring my boots. And tell them what you did. Tell them about those boots. Do you remember what oh,
3: happened? Oh, yeah. we were. Uh, I knew their anniversary was coming up. We went to a resale shop. Kelly goes, Oh, I love these boots, oh, but so I long. cannot spend this money. And so I called Norm. I went outside My the husband. shop and called her husband, Norm. And I said dude, you are so off the hook for buying an anniversary gift. (laughs) Uh, Do you want me to get these boots for you? He goes, yep, I'll give you the cash when you get here. And so we were like, yeah, you shouldn't get them. You don't want Norm to be upset. Let's go get ice cream. And they went down the street and got ice cream. And I got the boots and then hid them under the front seat of the van for the rest of the tour. (laughs) And then when we got to their house, snuck them into their house, he handed me $125. (laughs) And when she opened them for their anniversary she like oh I don't know where to think you were Rick <laughs> <laughs> nicely done yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
2: yeah. I got excited all over again listen to you tell the story <laughs>
3: okay here's another boot story we're playing in Las Vegas at Garage Mahal did you ever play Garage Mahal? no oh, it's no. such a great it's, a,
2: it's it's not anymore right though, but right. it was a lovely it was venue a it, was a, it was a house concert he had a barn mm-hmm. a, a barn uh, garage yeah. you know one of those metal and uh you know, so it was a big space mm-hmm. and uh, really sweet people. Mm-hmm. But anyway.
3: So um, we we're doing, uh, we get the first couple of songs out of the way. And um, I looked down, this woman's wearing these bright red cowgirl boots with a dress. And she looks so great. And I said, by the way, you win the best cow, cowgirl boots of the show. Those are great, better than anybody on stage. After the show... She comes up and she says, I've had these cowgirl boots for several years now. I got them at a resale shop. I love them, but I never wear them. I think they should go on tour with a band. If they fit either of you girls, wow. you can have them. <laughs> and so both the girls tried them on, and like Cinderella. and uh, <laughs> Except they didn't fit Kelly, the evil step- they didn't fit, <laughs> Yeah,
4: they didn't fit the evil sister.
3: But uh, they fit Laura and... The, That's the start of a song. It's some point. right, yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah, and I this one. And
4: the, the verse can be, if I'd only thought of an insult, they might have.
3: <laughs> so Laura, she gave Laura her boots. I pulled her car up to the front of the venue, and she walked out in her stocking feet and left. It yeah. was so sweet. It's and great. Cool. And Laura well, wears them on the road, and for a while she would send like a blog. You know, here's where your boots have been. Yeah,
2: oh, they would nice. take pictures at different venues and stuff. And like, look, your boots. It's like
3: taking a little like little lawn gnome on vacation.
0: And yeah, exactly. exactly.
2: Exactly,
0: Exactly. a little travel log. Yeah. So you guys just don't have any fun together at all? (laughs) No, not at
4: all, ever. We never laugh.
3: Actually, one of the most fun trips we ever had, we did a little tour in central Illinois. (laughs) My mom wanted to go with us. Oh. And my mom, you think I talk a lot. My mom can go on and on. I haven't
0: noticed that. Yeah.
3: (laughs) As my neighbor George said about my mom, I love your mom. You don't have to hold up your end of the conversation, <laughs> but um, so mom is in the front seat with me talking, and the conversation was one of those bizarre son mother conversations where you're like, "Mom, what are you talking about? Why are you why are you talking about hemorrhoids in the car?" You know, and uh, the girls were just sitting in the back of the car laughing because
4: <laughs> he was. So frustrated, but trying to be a good boy. And Laura and I are just like shaking, like vibrators are <laughs>
5: Having a good
3: old time at Rick's
4: expense. Yeah.
3: One time we did a, a Kelly gets migraines sometimes, and Laura had the flu, uh, or a bad cold or something. The and we flu, yeah. we they introduced us, and I went on stage, and Laura was laying down on a row of chairs <laughs> in the back of the house, and Kelly was getting her neck rubbed by someone, and I was <laughs> the only one on stage. And they came up, and they were like the um, the automatronic bears at Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> because they would just stand there until the song. And I do the intro to the song. Oh, well, here's the song Laura wrote. Do you want to do the intro? And she'd just look at me and go, "You tell them." <laughs>
0: just play, just and play. And then,
3: but then they they come alive for the song and do the song. And then at the end of the song, it was like they went leaning forward and turning. It was
0: quite interesting. Sometimes you got to play through. Yeah, it's hard.
3: Yes, you do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
4: I've had a bucket behind me, and I won't say any more,
2: but the Just show in must case. go on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then there was the venue where it was so hot that it was like a concrete amphitheater that had been in the sun all day. So it's radiating behind. Yeah. Right. So oh. and then and it's about three thirty, oh. and the sun is right on us, and it's been warming up the
0: the. So you're playing in an oven. Yeah, pizza oven. A pizza yeah. oven. We yeah. were crispy and, by the
3: time we got there. Talk about chicken <laughs> fingers. We were crusty again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We did and like
2: fun. it, yeah, it like hurt. The strings on the guitars were so hot, it yeah. hurt. And our hands and, were
3: sweating and
2: Yeah, and Kelly. Kelly said afterward she was thinking, "Okay, if I faint, I'm going to go this way so they won't see my underwear because she was wearing a dress." I know, shirt so on I'm
4: a like, like, "I better point my knees this way." I yeah, like really she try. had a
2: strategy for fainting on stage. Well, you
0: know, there are extreme conditions when you're planning which way you're going to faint. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. so that's, a yeah, that's sign.
4: Yeah, that's trouble.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And what's worse playing in like extreme heat or, or extreme cold. cold. is really hard to. Yeah, Neither your one is hands really. Won't move fun. Cold. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it's true. yeah i've done i've done both yeah so this 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 new record so i um i can edit out my pause i said right sure (laughs) it's my podcast (laughs) so i love i I just got the first record looking forward to hearing it i love the last record that i got at the festival um for the new one is it thematically it seems really a nice similar mix of songs was there a difference between the last album and this album
4: I'd say I one like them thing. both a
0: lot. I mean, they me both just, they, they're both very cohesive.
4: Thank you. One uh, of the differences is the harmonies, because um, we've yeah. got Rick's harmonies on a lot of them. I mean, you know, for me, it's got the three parts right. rather than the two, and that's that's definitely different from yeah. the last
3: one. And the the album's called and Home, and there several reflections about. I guess we're we're just having some sweet memories of where we grew up and what it was like, and. And there are several songs that reflect on that, I think. I was going to say, there's, mm-hmm. there's a
0: theme of that running yeah, through, yeah. like the, the Front Porch song and Home yeah, yeah, Without yeah. You about you know, yeah. growing old with your partner. That seems to kind of, you know,
5: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: then going back and doing a really nice cover of a Fleetwood Mac song that probably meant, you know, right yeah. a little bit of nostalgia there, but it's a, yeah. it's a great version with thank your harmonies. You. thank
2: you, thank you. Yeah. And we do really, you know, like... We grew, you know. I grew up like the, one of the big life changer albums for me was Tapestry, mm-hmm. Carol King's Tapestry. Sure. and part of it is not only that I was like, oh, you can do that, you can write songs and sing it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. That, but um, but also it, the album as a whole, it's sequenced. Mm-hmm. There's it, a thread. There's an arc to it. It's obviously they thought about how she thought about how all the songs go together and even the order they go in. And I know nowadays it's more of a singles mentality, but I like making a CD that that the songs really do make sense together, yeah. and that there is an emotional arc that you go through when you listen to the whole thing. They, I do that. They're in a certain yeah. order. Yeah, yeah, I care about that. Yeah, and I do think a lot of I do think a lot of listeners do. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know. Although we are in a singles mentality and put, people put it into, you know, iTunes and then shuffle or whatever. Yeah. But I think there's also people who listen to the whole record. Yeah.
0: For the people left that still actually buy records, I yeah. think they still, <laughs> right. a yeah. lot of us yeah. still think about songs 12 at a time. Yeah, exactly. Time.
4: And the process, how many, you and I have had a lot of these moments of, it's about the process and the ritual. Mm-hmm. of Like the coffee maker this morning. Right. But,
0: the, Playing the records in the old days, those yeah, black yeah. shiny things, yeah.
4: Right. To, to open th- the the CD and like feel it and and get the lyric insert and look at the, I, that's just still part of it for me. Yeah. And I know for a lot of listeners, it still mm-hmm. is too. Yeah. yeah, Not my son, you know, my son who is what you were just explaining. Right. He's like you just flip it into iTunes and go. But yeah. but yeah. our
3: daughter, our youngest daughter. Um, really got into the Carole King Tapestry CD we were talking about records earlier and, yeah. yes. and yeah. took and your record
4: player right. when we right? That's when right. we,
3: uh, went, she went off to college and now we're Empty Nesters as our second daughter and I got in the car that she was driving uh, like a week after she left and I was missing her and turned it on and that Carole King CD started playing and I yeah. got all misty because I'm like uh, not only was this representative of, of our daughter Ruthie but Laura too and there was so much history to it that I just left it in and I'm you know, I'm driving to work listening to Carole Kane. I love it. <laughs> nice. Um,
0: what was I gonna ask? What was I gonna ask?
4: Did we like the bacon? Yes, you do. like the bacon? Good. <laughs> we loved
3: it. Oh man, Cindy took care of us. So, yeah, I'll put that on here. Cindy took care of us. Michael's a fine hose, but Cindy. <laughs> yeah, he had nothing without Cindy. <laughs> he just invited it. a couple of people. She cooked, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah,
5: hey,
0: hey, you run sound, pal. Yeah, uh, we like her. It was nice running sound with just three vocal mics. That was very nice. It was mm-hmm. great. And was the sound
2: good. was really great. Oh, it was. This room really works. Like I said, I should good.
0: record in there. I should set up and actually do like a proper live recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be cool. Yeah, it's yeah. a good room for it. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking of something, and I keep forgetting this. It's records, songs at a time. I'll think about it when you're down the road.
4: <laughs> Call us up and go, okay, I thought of it. I
0: thought of it. So... <laughs> But with that, so what's so you're doing a lot of like you did some improv workshops on this tour. Kelly Mm -hmm. flew from LA, Mm -hmm. right? So you're doing a lot of short tours. What's what's up for the
3: next few months? Well, we we can we teach improv music workshops. Since Laura's on Whose Line Is It Anyway, she's Mm -hmm. really well known for that. Right. So we teach all over the country and actually in Canada uh, too. Um, Although, don't ask us at the border what we're doing. We're just visiting friends. (laughs) (laughs) Right. but yeah, so the first half of the tour, we were just we were, Laura and I were teaching, and then Kelly flew up and joined us for this weekend for just a few gigs.
2: And mm-hmm. it's a it's a nice combo because a lot of times, like we're going um, in a couple weeks, we're going to Texas and Louisiana, mm-hmm. and that started with an improv gig that Rick and I got. Abilene Idol. Yeah, we're going, <laughs> and and so that's a way to get out there. It's the anchor gig, right? right that right. then the rest of the tour can go around. Right. So we're going out a few days early, then Kelly comes out. Then we've got eight or nine right. sweet potatoes gigs, so mm-hmm. it's just like another way to help finance the tours. Sure. Because as we know, it's it's hard to tens of dollars in focus. Yeah, exactly. Don't get rich.
4: Mm-hmm. So it's, cowboy boots. That's <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: so it's a nice. We sort of have um, my friend Linda Taylor says Rick and I are our own cottage industry. We you are. Know? So yeah, we have, and he gets like MC kinds of gigs. I can you see know? that. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. really good at that kind of stuff, and. You know, we do a little bit of everything. We book the band ourselves. Mm-hmm. We do. You know, we are sort of our our own cottage industry, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's great. It's mm-hmm. great. It's nice to be at this point. And yeah. Raise children at the same time. Yeah. Right? Yes, and yes. that's that's
4: the, thing. the balance. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: So we actually have uh, done um, not a workshop, but um, um, a panel with college students about uh, you know how do you be in the business and have a family, too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. how do you balance that family and business? Um, and it, the answer is, ah, we're kind of figuring it out. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and also I think there's a different solution for everyone, too. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, like one of the big things is to say to people, you don't have to make your living doing your creative thing. You have, but if you make a life where it has room for your creative thing,
0: that's kind of what, that's what I'm doing. You it's know, a lot and of I think mean, yeah, I think yeah, yeah,
2: that's a lot what, a lot
0: of, what a lot of a lot of people do, and a lot but, of people have to. I mean, we mm-hmm. yeah, all know people that yeah. that just tour and play and do nothing else, and I don't know how they do it. No I me know. in this market. I and, know. But what you've done, which is smart, is you've taken, you know, you know, you can do these four, five, six, seven things. So you do a little bit of this, a little bit mm-hmm. of this, right? And all right. They're, they're all kind of related, but they're different, and you find ways of. Like I say going to texas doing some improv workshops booking some gigs on top of it mm-hmm. right exactly
2: yeah. yeah so it is it and and i think it's also for people like giving them permission like that's a perfectly acceptable way to do it there's mm-hmm. a lot of artists who have day jobs because you still have you still have a mortgage you know what right. I mean, you still got to pay the bills insurance and, and uh, <laughs> yeah and i think a lot of people feel like they're somehow a failure and i would not say that at all you yeah know?
0: there was a i think i would hope that mentality changed maybe it's just because I don't, I'm older now and don't really care what people think but, yeah
2: but
5: right, I, that's right.
0: I, I knew somebody um, <laughs> I think I meet you a friend but a few years ago she was she had a full-time you know corporate day job um, like I do but I also play music as kind of a I stopped using the H word the, the hobby word yeah I stopped using oh, I that know. years right, ago but she yeah. was having this real internal struggle because she was working with some artists and she said I have this. This is my friend said i have this high paying corporate day job i don't feel like i should be an artist because there's people out there who are struggling i said don't do that don't discount what you do
2: right yeah exactly you you find a way to make it work right right but that is the important piece is to make sure that you're making the space in your life for it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean the the only to me, the only wrong way is to say I don't deserve it, or I can't, yeah. or I'm not. You know, life's too short. Um, yeah, exactly. That you should. That you, should, if you have the urge to do something creative, and whether that's like doing your local community theater, mm-hmm. that may be what rocks your world. You know what yeah. I mean? You're not a TV star. You don't need to be. Yeah, whether it's You're painting, a great or time. these yeah, are Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. Whatever your thing is. But the one thing is to you know don't say well I can't or I shouldn't or I don't deserve yeah you
0: know those are horrible statements right yes yeah. and and, and all... the
4: only way you can t- can learn to make space for it is to try it which is mm-hmm. exactly what I did yeah you know um, I didn't know like I took I didn't go back to my job my um, after I had my second child and I didn't know it was such a job raising this other one I didn't know if I could do the sweet Mm -hmm. potatoes this is my first endeavor back into music but the only way to make the space for it was to try it sure and i think my husband and i are still trying to find how to balance it Mm -hmm. sometimes they're easier than others but you have to try it in order to make room for it sure or else you'll sit around going i can't like
0: yeah and seeing how much time you have and make sure that you're not taking away from your spouse that he or she's exactly it's all balance
3: See, it I is. suggest you go on the road with your spouse, and then they don't. <laughs> yeah,
0: you get
3: your kids out of the house and go on the road with your spouse. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, what's the rest of, the, 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 of this year look like so far? You have Texas and Louisiana, Louisiana. Texas and
2: Louisiana. Yeah, in March, um, we have some. We have some workshops in like Florida and Las Vegas, and a couple different places mm-hmm. in in May, and then. Um, in, Midwest, in, and then Midwest in July, and we got something in June. Tahoe, full, Tahoe? We've got a full, we've got a
3: full July tour in yeah, the Midwest. Yeah, we've got a nice. Every night is filled up, but one, wow. and uh, and that's so great to be able to say to, to a venue, you know, who's kind of on the fence. Uh, this is well, our... We've got one opening, and they go, "Oh, okay, we'll take it." Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then there were some we couldn't fit in, so we're probably going to go back to the Midwest, like in October. Too, so. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to be better about those longer term bookings, booking out farther, mm-hmm. but it's always so interesting because some places like concert series, they're booking 18 months out. You right. know, they're like we're already booked for 2019. <laughs> And then, but then, like a club or, a, you know, those kinds of things, they're like, well, we're not, we're not booking six months out. And the thing is, you have to and
4: have. And they're both. shocked when you ask. Exactly. Right? Yes, like I'm exactly. doing,
0: I'm putting this band together. So we're going to do some, some brewery gigs that kind of get started before this festival we're doing in April. And there's one, so oh, like, we have some openings next month. Another one wrote back and said, sure, how about July? Because right. they're all different. Yeah, you know? that's exactly. why it's
4: hard to string it all together because you have to yeah. have both. You have to have that Tuesday night. Show somewhere right. on Thursday to yeah. fit in with the one that you know books a year ahead. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it is. It's always you know the the juggling act. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. yeah.
3: The good thing is we can also play in churches. Cause yes. Have, yeah. We, we have our roots, you know, in church, and uh, a lot of our roots. Yeah, I love church. the gospel roots that kind of go
0: through all your stuff too. Oh, thanks, oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Actually, we play a club in Chicago or in uh, L.A. that uh, they say no, no uh, religious music. And we just pull out our stuff, and they, I think they just feel like, oh, it's traditional stuff. Yeah, but, right. You know, it's... Uh, but anyway, so we can play in churches, and churches, uh, a lot of times, we will do a, just a love offering. Mm-hmm. And people are so generous when, especially if you really connect with the audience and everybody has fun you Know they'll throw something in the basket for you, and we, and we do okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Money Except- or cowboy
0: boots, something,
3: there yeah. You mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You either put money or cowboy boots uh, in the basket. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and the other thing, too, is I think like we're uh, because like it's fam, what we do is really family friendly, too, sure. you know what I mean. So we can like we get like those kind of festivals or art, mm-hmm. you know, like art festivals or those kinds of things because. Because there's kids, there's families, there's all sorts of stuff. Like nothing makes me happier than toddlers dancing to our Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> nothing rocks. All right. the way from toddlers
4: yeah. to someone coming in with their walker. That's right.
0: us. yeah. That's yeah. our dance. And when the kids are dancing, the parents are happy. They'll stick yeah. around.
2: Yeah. Right. Exactly. Everybody's having a good time. That's yeah, a so, good scene. Yeah, we have we have sort of a wide variety mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. yeah, we have
3: one place where we play where the women are all sitting there uh, crocheting and knitting. Yes. Yeah. We're, and then the next place we play, everybody's hovered over their cell phone. The Although coffee the, house, the laptop, yeah. There's one people. girl. I thought she was. I'm like, Laura. Get, she was taking pictures of us all night, and she goes, "Red, she was doing selfies."
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, technology. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they real. She really likes us. No, she really likes herself. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Her face.
2: Oh, and then in December, I'm going to be going to. Um, with Who's Line, mm-hmm. they're take, they're flying us to England, and we'll be playing at Royal Albert Hall. Wow, I am stunned and amazed. They just <laughs> sent the contract. I'm yeah, I'm thrilled. The pieces. We've gone to London and played a couple times mm-hmm. before, but not at Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that.
0: They're too. doing a Who's Line show in Monterey in May. Are you part of
3: that?
2: No. So the, that's Who's Live they call it right okay, so yeah. yeah and that's Ryan Stein right. in that group thanks and for her.
3: bringing it up <laughs> um,
0: so I can edit this out wow this is no, really painful um,
2: and and Ryan is out of lives in we Bellingham, like this guy but now he
0: kind of sucks right, right. <laughs> not me my book you gave me right <laughs>
2: anyway
3: no, Ryan's got his own thing. <laughs> yeah, and, and so
2: he's he lives in Bellingham now, so he mm, uses a okay. musician out of Bellingham. Okay. When they do those. Yeah. yeah. He's got a friend that they can budget.
0: Then we're not since. gonna go. Yeah.
2: don't no, don't. no. no they do they, they, they do a really great show. They do an Albert Hall great show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, go to Royal Albert Hall. Yeah, let's yeah. fly yeah. England instead.
2: Yeah. yeah. So,
0: right. So you wanna play something from the new record? Close this up. All right. Let's do that. All right. You do that, I'll listen a little closer mm-hmm. so okay. this comes through because mm-hmm. so, you're, so you're back in the nice echoey room we are oh, yeah. one last time at least yes. for this time. so here let's hear home off the new record one two one two three four
3: And Cindy and Julie for having us yeah. here. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's all okay. the great
4: people that came out last
0: night too. Once again, Rick Hall, Laura Hall, Kelly McLeod, the Sweet Potatoes with Home off their new CD, Heading Home. That was really nice. Thanks you three, and thank you for listening. And you know, I always say this, but as much as I love writing songs and playing songs and interviewing artists and occasionally putting on shows. The The real benefit of this whole thing is the people you meet along the way and the friends you make. And whether it's a, a new group of artists like this, or maybe a friend like Wesley Robertson who's taken Too Soon, this is all about just connecting with people and meeting good people and, and being nice to each other and supporting and cheerleading each other. And uh, um, they certainly make you feel this way, the Sweet Potatoes. So thank you for listening to this interview. And thank you three, again, plus Steve for coming by the house and playing and staying and hanging out and... And it was just great fun. And I, I really love their music. We have three records. This is their latest, Head & Hum." So you can find them at thesweetpotatoes.com. Check it out. Incredibly nice folks. Incredibly fun, uplifting music. And it's highly, highly recommended. Or I wouldn't be spending an afternoon putting a podcast together on them now, would I? As always, whether you heard this on KC Cafe Radio, Grateful Dread Radio Nashville, my website, michaelgather.com or you found it over... Twitter or iTunes or the Stitcher app, thank you, thank you for listening and taking the time to learn about maybe an artist you haven't heard about before. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did putting it together. Coming up next in a few weeks on Songs and Stories, we'll be talking with a local guy, Jesse Daniel, a young honky-tonk songwriter who's been getting a lot of airplay on k Radio, and he's, he did an EP a couple of years ago where he kind of played everything, and he just put together, he's finishing up his first full-length Jesse Daniel album. So we'll get a little preview of that. It's coming out in May. There'll be a local release show at Moe's Alley in Santa Cruz, and he'll be traveling with his band and his girlfriend in an RV cross-country doing a release tour. But he'll he'll kind of kick it off here in May. We'll come up with here uh, maybe in a couple of weeks or so, and do a long talk with Jesse here, a couple of things solo from the record and her learn a little about his background, his influences, and what to expect. Really nice kid, talented songwriter. I think you're going to enjoy it. That'll be up next on Songs and Stories. So, again, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you next time here on the Songs and Stories podcast. Take care.